So, Arisha, when you were in high school, was there, like, that one popular girl that everyone loved to hate? I mean, other than me? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> knew it. I knew you were going to say you knew I was going to mm-hmm. say it. Does that count for something? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, then? No, me. Okay, great. So, I got to say, it's a lot like Christine Quinn, who's on Netflix's show Selling Sunset. She's always doing things that make other women hate her, but God, she's so good for reality TV. Yeah, it's like she was made for it. Yep. And now she's got a new book and just did a big tell-all interview. She's just stirring shit up and we're here for it. I know we throw the word tea around a lot, but she literally spilled piping hot tea. I mean, I'm still scalding. I was like, is this the Boston Tea Party in 2022? (laughs) It is. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. It's Wednesday, May 18th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now... New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. So I think it's safe to say that a lot of us, maybe most of us, want to be liked and accepted in life. But Mm. there are some people who are happy to play the part of a villain as long as they look fabulous doing it. Mm -hmm. And selling Sunset star Christine Quinn has really been owning her role as this high fashion boss bitch for all five seasons. Now she's come out with a new book and a tell-all interview, and she's spilling literally all the secrets about what it's really like to play the villain on a reality show. So. 
On the show, Christine is a real estate agent at the Oppenheim Group in Los Angeles, and her new book is called How to Be a Boss Bitch and was released just yesterday. I thought there was already a book with this title. Did you? Yeah. Not by her. Is it just your diary? (laughs) In the book, Christine opens up about what parts of Selling Sunset were staged, which feels like most of them. Yeah, it's reality. <laughs> she claims part. <laughs> yeah. And she claims she once had to fake a fight with her co-star and fellow agent Heather Ray Musa saying, which I thought we did a really good job of doing. <laughs> which I, I mean, respect. <laughs> coming from someone who's always trying to get us to stage a fight about something, like um, you should take uh, notes. First of all, I'm trying to get other people to get into fights. Right. Real ones. Right. Not yeah. staged. Yeah. So the scene shows Christine seemingly being locked out of her listing. And in her book, she writes, of course, she had the keys, saying that was totally fabricated for television. I could have made a fuss about how it would make me look less professional, but I went along with it because I thought it was funny and I'm a good sport. I love how she throws in her own compliments, her own back padding. (laughs) I mean, you got to. (laughs) (laughs) It's her book. You can write whatever the hell you want. Mm -hmm. Uh, Christine also wrote about her wedding episode and how her co-star, Chriselle Stouse's storyline completely overshadowed her day. So Chriselle Mm -hmm. was going through a very public divorce at the time. Mm -hmm. And Christine never calls out Chriselle directly, but says, Christian and I spent so much money on the episode for my wedding because the producers wanted to feature it. And then I didn't have a single line, and the whole episode ended up being about somebody else. Mm. She even called the whole production around her wedding a pointless waste. Which is fair of the production around any wedding, if we're being honest. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So this isn't the first time Christine spilled tea about the show. She's previously been criticized by her fellow castmates for talking too much to the press. And in her book, Christine claims she was actually once fired by production for revealing too much. Mm -hmm. She writes in her book, I once got fired and then rehired by the production company because I was pointing out in interviews all the things that were totally fake, (laughs) from our dialogue to our relationships to our actual listings. Mm -hmm. She says the clients didn't want their houses turned into sets, which seems fair. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Especially if you're trying to buy or sell a house. Mm -hmm. And said most of them didn't want to get involved with the shit show that is reality television. One of my favorite lines. Christine (laughs) says the producers would solve this problem by feeding the cast members listings. And she says, there was dirt to be shared and these big glossy lips of mine weren't about to keep any secrets. She also clarifies she did not sign an NDA, so had no problem opening up about what was real and what wasn't. But said, of course, by the next season, we all had to sign one, you know, to preserve the magic curtain and all that bullshit. <laughs> I love this. God, I love, and I've said this before, I love people going rogue. It's what we're all here for. We need those people. We need those people to be mm-hmm. like, hey, this is bullshit and yeah. no one's talking about it. Yeah. So even though Christine's spilling a lot of selling Sunset Tea in her book, she's still got more to dish out, bless her. She just went on the Call Her Daddy podcast and opened up so much about the show to Alex Cooper. She even joked, she was like, I'm definitely going to get sued after this for saying too much. (laughs) So in the interview, Christine slams the producers of Selling Sunset for manipulating and intimidating the women featured on the show and said the Oppenheim Group agents were all really close before the show, saying... That was our tight-knit girls. We did work in the office every day together. We loved each other, but then cameras got involved. Mm -hmm. Christine also says the producers approached them about the show and pitched it as women empowerment, women in business, working together in real estate. Which seems to be such a fun buzzword 
for what? any corporation, like saying women, women, women. Right. Yeah. And then we're going to pit women, women, women against <laughs> right. each other. Yeah. Uh, Christine also says, and then it wasn't that way at all. It all spiraled. She also said the producers do everything they can to amp the girls up, to rile the girls up, and adds, it is a male-dominated industry in the production field to which they manipulate women, they harass them, they just mentally torture and intimidate them, which is awful. Mm-hmm. Alex also asked Christine about her villainous persona on the show. She asked, was there ever a conversation where they told you you would become the bad guy? And Christine replied, absolutely, absolutely. I just got to say, after listening to this Call Her Daddy interview, Adam DeVello is dead to me. He's trash. And I believe her. I believe what Christine's saying. Like, I I think she, you know, she knows who she is and she can, like, play up a storyline. But, like, Mm -hmm. saying that, like, they made her film right after she had a very dangerous birth and then framed it like it was before the birth and everyone thought she faked it. And then he told her to kill herself. Yeah. It's like. He's trash, and like she said, there's a lot of allegations against him, including from Heidi from the Hills. So Mm. I just—he's dead Mm. to me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think so, too. So if you've seen the show, you'll know this most recent season ended with Christine's fate at the O Group up in the air after a bribery scandal. Her co-worker, Emma Hernan, accused Christine of offering a client $5,000 to work with her instead of Emma— And during the reunion special, Jason Oppenheim, who owns the company, Mm -hmm. said there was currently no place for Christine at the O Group. But Christine says she was always planning to leave the company and claims the whole bribery storyline was completely made up. Hmm. So in the Call Her Daddy interview, Christine tells Alex she had told show producers that she was planning to leave the group to focus on her new company, Real Open. Real Open is a real estate company that she founded with her husband, Christian Richards, and it gives clients the option to purchase real estate with cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm, which, <laughs> according to my Morning Brew update, is plummeting. <laughs> well, Christine says she had asked the producers ahead of season five to help her work in her new company, but says they edited it out completely because she says that's not a convenient storyline. That's not fun. She says they instead fabricated the bribery storyline, adding, which really irritated me. Mm-hmm. Christine also says she had no idea that was going on until people sent her clips and claimed she was horrified. She spoke with people and denied the bribery accusation, saying, accusing someone of a criminal tort is not only defamatory, but you can't afford my lawyers. <laughs> which, <laughs> this woman. I'm going to start saying that to people, even though I don't have a lawyer. Yeah, she just, every quote she has is somehow <laughs> just pumping herself up, and I love it. Yeah, I'm going to be like, you can't afford my lawyers, and neither can I, <laughs> but try it. <laughs> yeah. Christine added, so it's not a funny thing to say, I would never bribe a client. I've never bribed a client. I don't need to bribe a client because they'll work with me organically. Well, it's just like we said, like, she was like, why would I bribe them with $5,000? Do you think I'm poor? And it's like what you said last time we talked about this, like $5,000 is such a small amount of money. Yeah, that's like... <laughs> That can buy them an extra bush in front of their house. Like, come on. (laughs) Yeah, and we all need that. Mm -hmm. So even though Christine has her problems with the Selling Sunset production, she says she will be back for season six. And she Mm. tells us weekly, I love the show, and says it's her number one. Everyone knows that. But she does say now that she's left the brokerage, the producers will have to get creative with her storyline and hints at a battle of the brokerages. 
Yeah, she told Us Weekly, viewers could see a really interesting dynamic develop between her and her former co-workers when the hit reality series returns, but reassured that she's not going anywhere and added, like, I'll always be on television. I'm not going anywhere. It's just like, let's have fun with this now. You know, I believe her. She's great TV. Yeah. And she said in the Call Her Daddy interview, she's like, I just want my own TV show, which, yeah, (laughs) join the club. I feel like that's what she's kind of been gunning for for a while now. And yeah, once you know what you want, grab it by the horns. <laughs> yep, that is the saying. Mm-hmm. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Aresha Skidmore-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends, we've got the hot goss. Hey, this is Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier Podcast, where twice a week I speak to meditation teachers, top research scientists, and even the odd celebrity about how to do life better. And on a recent episode, I spoke to the huge global pop star Dua Lipa about how she does her own life. What are the non-negotiable practices and principles for her? Those are just like life things that I like to live by. Uh, Never do the same job twice and never leave today's thing for tomorrow. Mm Mm-hmm. Those are really important things. The episode is uh, incredible and actually quite practical, especially when it comes to creativity. Is it true that in typical overachiever fashion, you wrote 97 songs for this record? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wrote 97 songs. We wrote a lot of songs, but not all of them are good. You know, that's the other thing. Like, I have to write myself into a good idea. To listen to this episode and more, follow 10% Happier on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to 10% Happier early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.